about it, y'all. You got the Lake Seminole Ramblings podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Nichols Lures, handcrafted to perfection. Check them out at www.nicholslures.com and available where all fine tackle is sold. And this episode is a special one for y'all. You notice we're running a little late because we had the Lake Seminole Ramblings July 4th tournament. So we're going to be recapping that for you and telling you a little bit about the fishing and the weights that were caught and what you missed out on if you weren't there. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. All right, y'all, we only have a couple of spots left over at our Patreon. Head over to www.lakeseminoleramblings.com and check out the Patreon. And you can get in on the couple different levels that we have available for the monthly bait boxes. I believe there's only two spots available for the packages that have the monthly bait box. So make sure that you uh, you get in here real quick before it closes out. Uh, and a big thank you to our patrons, our current patrons, Brett Bush, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, Miles Mosley, and Jamie Kochevar. Thank you all very much for being a supporter of the Lake Seminole Ramblings podcast. All right, water condition report. They have been continuing to yo-yo the water. Uh, the highest point was at 76.63, and uh, time at publication was 76.2. Now, they did really dump the water on us for the 4th of July tournament, and um, that was pretty tough. But other than that, it's, it's been coming up and down depending on where there's rainwater coming in or not. Uh, water temps are consistent about high 80s, low 90s across the entire lake right now. And um, generally, everything's pretty clear, except for Spring Creek. There's some stained parts in Spring Creek right now. But generally, the water is pretty clear. All right, before we go over and start talking about the tournament, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Dawn over at Lake Seminole Outdoors. Y'all, she's got everything you need. Tackle, meat, probably some of the best meat in the county. And especially if you're stuck at the lake between Bainbridge and Donaldsonville, there's no reason to go anywhere. You can just go right there to LSO. The prices are real fair. She's got all kind of tackle, all the name brands, all the kind of rigs, good hooks, hard baits, frogs, everything you need, not to mention plumbing, stuff if something goes wrong in the house, she's got all that. Flat tire repair, car stuff, stuff like that, she's got that too. She's also got stuff for your boat, trolling motor props, um, G-Juice. She's got real oil, even though you should just go over to Seminole Rod Reel Repair to get that done, but that's fine. Uh, she's got everything you need, y'all, so... Uh, great, great folks. They're real supportive of the community. Um, they're all they push the locals and they stand behind the locals. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to her. She's always been real good to us, and um, she is very supportive. So Miss Dawn, thank you so much for your support, and we will continue to uh, just tell everybody how great y'all are, are over there. So y'all go over there and show her some love. Thank you. All right, we're gonna go over to Ryan Higgins, and we're gonna talk about this. Awesome July 4th tournament that we had over at Eddie's Campground and Marina. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Chris. How you doing, man? Man, finally recovered from that busy event that we had. It was pretty awesome, huh? It was a lot more hectic than what I had intentionally intended on it to be. I um, initially was just trying to get the old bass club up and have a couple guys down there to talk crap to and throw a little money in a pot and go fishing. And boy, howdy, we threw a tournament. Yes, sir. That we, we uh, did. 
We had 35 boats show up yesterday morning down at um, at Ease, which is formerly the old Wingate Slunker Lodge. Um, and Mr. Don and his whole crew showed up and showed out, uh, providing food and coffee and drinks. And I tell you what, man, it was really cool. We'll get into the tournament details in a second, but it felt like it did when I was a kid down there. Like it was, it was really neat to see that place hustle and bustle. The store was open. People were buying tackle, last-minute hooks they forgot. It, it was good. Um, it was just like I remember going down there as a kid and on tournament morning and just seeing the craziness of uh, pre-gaming for a tournament. It was it was fun to watch it happen like that again. Yeah, when I, I put in over at uh, Spring Creek and I came – uh, came through the cut and all came down and, and when i came into the no wake zone set the boat down i started getting nostalgia i was like wow look there's people out here the lights are on there's boats out here there's there's cars out here like this is how it used to be this is awesome and uh, i just i hadn't felt that in a long time so i made sure to uh to tell dawn i was like you're on the right track at least you know you, i know everything's kind of a struggle because it was in such bad shape when he got it but he's done amazing work with it already and he's, he's got done the, it it's, it looks great yeah and, and, it's and getting the, better and the atmosphere is there and that's the biggest thing yep. is that place was dead for such a long time and um that's the hardest thing to get back about a business is excuse me lord that's the hardest thing to get back about a business is the atmosphere and it's back so yep that was that was my favorite part about this whole weekend and don't get me wrong. It was neat to have the tournament. We'll get into that in a second. We had a blast with that. It was a great show up. But seeing that place bumping along again, it was neat. Um, he's he's putting new ramps on it next month. Um, he's picking up set of tournament scales and tanks and tents and all that stuff. And he's going to start running the trail out of there, he said, which, um, which was neat because, like I said, it's a whole different – even though it's only right across the lake – it's an hour for some of those guys on our side of the lake, what we call our side of the lake, to get over there. And it was a whole different crew that come and showed up to fish. So it's going to be neat to have that back in play again. And uh, I went down there about five years ago, and I'll be honest, I thought it was abandoned. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it, it wasn't. It, it, there, it was active, apparently, but it looked like a scene out of a zombie movie. Yeah, to give everybody um, a... Uh a taste of what shape it was in right before it was sold. We had uh, the Toyota series MLF came and there was 250 boats. That is where everybody makes their money on the lake. And that place is just about the only place on the lake to get fuel. I don't know if you can get fuel at trails in. I think you can. Don't quote me on. Do you I think, know? I think you can. I, I, you used to be able to, I think, but don't quote us on that yeah one of two places if trails in you can still get fuel i'm pretty sure you can but on yeah. our side that's the only place that, dude they were closed during the almost the whole week because yep. uh for whatever like 250 of fishing boat plus another hundred camera boats and follow boats and extra boats i mean you had 400 yeah. folks on the lake on the boats on the lake that week and they were yeah. closed closed the shop yep. was closed you couldn't stay there so that's the shape it was in. I mean, apparently the rumor was the core offered, you know, five or $6,000 said, Hey, pay us five or $6,000 and we will redo the ramps for you. And, um, they said, no, 
you know, you you can pay us to redo. I'm like, oh, are y'all serious? The core actually offered to do something and y'all are going to argue with them. Uh, speaking yep. of the ramps, any of our listeners, uh, Mr. Don is having issues getting somebody out here to, uh, do give him an estimate. He's got the funds ready to go. He's ready to do the ramps. He can't get somebody to out here to do the estimate. So if anybody in the listening area does concrete work or does ramps, reach out to us or reach out to Don over at at ease. He is actively looking for somebody to give him a quote to fix those ramps. So let's try to help him out and bring somebody over here to, to get that done for him. But, um, not to beat a dead horse. It really does look great over there. It was awesome. We had the weigh in over at the old stage and Man, uh, that was cool. Wasn't it? That was some good nostalgia. So it was awesome. <laughs> yes, it was. And the stage is still in great shape. Yeah. Um, I know they've put a new roof on it since the hurricane, but I'm pretty sure that's the same old wood that we used to walk across when we fished down there on the BFLs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, I didn't get to weigh any fish because I was Waymaster and I didn't get to walk across it. But I tell you what, I had a good time standing up there looking down and it was, it's just like the good old days. I know I keep saying it, like I said, not to be the dead horse, but man, there's some awesome trails and awesome events down here. I'm by no means trying to be biased to ours. I fish. You know, I, I donate money two or three times a month to tournaments. That's right. Um, but this one was cool. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it, it was a good a good time. Yeah, I mean, we had people up until Safe Light. I mean, I kept looking down the road there and kept seeing folks coming. We'd see headlights and be like, man, we got to cut it off at some point. Like, folks are going to get antsy, you know, ready to yep. fish. And so finally – um that was it but, but you wanted had... to let everybody everybody in right too. yeah no we're not going to cut somebody off you know we can all wait five minutes we all going to struggle anyway so <laughs> well, except for a right. handful of us and uh <laughs> so it was just cool to see 30 it was 33 boats something there's 33 plus or 30, yeah. yeah yeah plus us so um there was biscuits there was uh coffee it was all man it was just you don't usually see a tournament like that you don't usually go and have hot bis hot bacon egg and cheese biscuit and unlimited coffee and everybody's sitting there hanging out ready to go uh, yep we had um had mr wes oberry come down and do the national anthem for us too um yeah he did a fantastic job did a great job with that as the sun came up it was the perfect morning the lake seminole i guess we need to go ahead and get into what everybody really wants to know other than talking about how cool the tournament was is let's let's get into some of the results we had uh sorry i'm trying to get it pulled back up here there we go all right so actually we had the 35 boats show up on it um of the 35 we had 18 of them show back up with fish 16 of those were three fish limits and it was tough it was a very tough day. Real low weights across the board for the typical Lake Seminole July tournament. It was a struggle. So the guys that caught them, I mean, hats off to you. It was hard. Yeah. I um, mean, and, and we heard the still the reoccurring theme, the top water bite sucks. I, I mean, don't know what, yeah, I don't know what's happening. It's they, just, I guess it's one of those years. That's what we're hearing from the old timers. It goes just one of those years. It's not any good, but I had a. It's frustrating. Oh, yeah, because I had a, uh, you know, I'm telling myself the whole time, don't throw top water. They're not eating it unless it's a frog. Don't throw the top water. you got to have three. Catch the limit. You can't go in there with nothing. Catch the dang limit. Catch the limit. So uh, 
I finally pick up a spook. I'm like, I'm throwing this for a minute. And I turned my hydrowave on, Shad Frenzy. I was like, I'm going to force one of these fish to eat this thing. And the second I did, I threw my plug out there, and here he come. Now, I don't know. It could have been a mudfish, but to me, it acted like a bass. And he come up, and he hit it twice, but, like, right behind it where the wake was coming off of it. And I'm like, dude, are you, are you like, a, do- a dork fish or something? Like, I can't hit this thing. And my guy in the back, I'm like, hey, get the net. And he's like, Chris, you ain't going to get him. I'm like, he's, he's eating it twice. And he just didn't come in. He rolled off. And then the next cast, there was a two-pounder. I was like, no, no, I need a grandma. So I don't know why yeah. they're not eating it. You know, we should, like we've said about 10 times, we should be catching a bunch of those. But um, I had four or five different anglers tell me maybe they one strike and that was it. They're, they're just not getting, um, except for, for my boy Tony. You know, he's, he's having no problem catching them, but majority some of folks us, are gonna catch them yep yeah majority of us are but see even him it's a it's three or four five he said it's yeah, not 15. instead of a, a yeah. heck of a day yeah, yeah. that's what it should be but uh anyway yeah so who won this thing all right so um we'll start off with, um with the first place on it with donnie dyson and les phillips they had three fish that weighed 14.2 pounds of course that their big fish was 625 i told donnie to be easy on us this, uh, that morning too i walked by him and said will you please take it easy on us and he laughed he, like he wasn't he win. never does yeah and he won so yeah second place we had jeff and ryan travis with 13 uh pounds 15 ounces so only three ounces separated them from that first place they had a 5.1 for their big number i'm sorry third place was mr lance birdsong himself uh fish solo and he had 12.8 uh with a 648 big and fourth place was dylan smith and jared gray with 12.3 with three fish they got the winning big fish at 6.75 pounds and fifth place was brandon and samuel with 11.32 and they had a 565 as well so there were some there was slobs still weighed in on it. Um, we had four fish over six pounds weighed in um, total. And I'm not going to tell you whose, but one of the bigger ones still had the bait in his mouth, Chris. I got to see what it was. Mm-hmm. It was cut off in her throat. Yeah, I heard what I'm it was. I'm not going to say. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let, we'll let that slip for the yep. Patreon so that was that was that was neat got to see what that big one ate yeah um, I, I thought that's what you said it was <laughs> it was she yeah. had it cut off in her throat big oh. old like an adventure oh, um but anyways it was a great event um had a good turnout like so we had 16 limits of fish come in it was tough though i know we said it there were some absolute hammers that did not weigh fish i mean some tried and true seminal hammers that did not weigh fish so that just shows you it was tough Congratulations to the guys that did it. We appreciate everybody coming out and, and playing our game with us. And uh, I think we're going to do another one of these coming up. Uh, we talked to Don, and we're not going to get in too many details yet in case it doesn't happen, but I think we got another one on the works um, before the year's out. Yeah, I so, don't see why not. I mean, we this was like kind of a trial run, so we know where, where we need to tighten up. And Yep, <laughs> we're going to have our better scale. It'll, it'll be here this time. Uh, we did have some scale issues. I apologize for that. 
all fish were weighed and zeroed and it was all done. It was, some of them just had to be weighed two or three times because the scale wasn't acting funky. But um, everything ran good. Otherwise, um, had I didn't hear of, I didn't hear anybody bickering or fussing or fighting. I saw oh, no, it was a lot good of time. smiles and laughters. Yeah, it was good time. Oh, it was just a good friendly. Um, it's a good friendly. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the fishing for a minute. Did what did you see out there? What were you? What was your? You guys fishing well, grass? I, I saw. <laughs> yeah, we um we started off. I, I knew where a brim bed was. I had some fish on it. Um, down on the creek. Um, you'll be so proud of me. I did not run to my spot until later in the morning. Yeah, you still went there. But <laughs> they <didn't laughs> they're not there. On it either. Yep. They're not there. They're not there. Anyways, went to the brim bed, caught one real quick on a um, big easy, um, like a sungill pattern. Um, and then like I said, then my, my kid caught one off it as well. Um, that was it. That's all we were in. So we had a lot going on. But I got to watch a lot of boats, got to see some folks catch some fish. Um, I did see a guy catch one on a bonus bait, um, and that was that was neat to watch. Um, but it was tough um, for us. I really wish I had something cool to tell you, but I don't. I pre-fished hard last week, last Thursday. I mean, I pre-fished for like eight hours, ran the battery bone dead on, or bone dead. And um, I didn't catch them then either. So it's – I wish I had something for you, but I don't. I, I, it's, it's strange right now. The guys that are catching them are still catching them on the ledges. Um, some yep. of those fish are still there. They've busted up a little bit. They've been beat on the head pretty good now. Well, you can tell um, the difference at the weigh-in. Uh, uh, by bottom. looking at the fish, where they came from, yeah. Well, yeah, the, well, the, well, the weights, too. The, you you, you yeah. can go to the grass and throw a speed worm or throw a, whatever kind of worm you want to throw They've been real picky about the color. Um, um, the quality fish, you can catch like two pounders in the grass, but the quality fish are hanging out on the outside on the ledges. So, I mean, if you find those grass areas and you're up shallow, that's great. And you'll see fish up in that grass busting around, and it will make you want to get in that grass and throw a frog and all that. But that is not where the quality fish are. They are they are pulled off uh, on those ledges, and there's ledges all over the lake. So, not necessarily just the river channel. They could be on a on a secondary point ledge, but right, or the underwater islands, yeah, or you, you just the ditches. To, right, you have to keep that in mind when you're out there. As juicy as that grass looks, it's not last year. You know, you will catch some dinks in there, and you might catch one early in the morning that's cruising up there. But as the day transitions, you got to get out of there and get in the ditches or get on a ledge. Just how it is. Yep. That's pretty much what I've seen with the few fish I have caught. Um, it's fishing strange this year. People are still catching some megas because, let's just face it, we're on Lake Seminole. They live here. And some guys got to figure out how to do it. But yeah. I will say they're catching megas because <laughs> they're, catching they're going to the ledge, and I just am hard-headed to sell and refuse to go to the ledge. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean you, you heard uh, the Reynolds boys. This is where these come from. They brim bed fish. He said, "No, nah, they're ledge fish. I wish they were brim bed fish." And I'm just too hard headed yeah. to go do it. Yeah. And he even made a remark uh, where he was like, "Our our fish don't even get turned on till lunchtime when that water starts moving." Right. Um, so, so don't feel bad if you're not catching them early. Um, that's another thing. Those ledges, while yes, we're on a river, there's always a little current there. Uh, they're really, really hard to make bite 
if you don't if they're not pulling water. Yeah, you if need, it's you just sta- sitting there, they they're you'll hit one in the head, and make them eat. But for the most part, as soon as you, as soon as that water starts rolling, you'll notice it within sometimes within 10 15 minutes they're they're ready to go and it's really anybody water you can you can see it in a pond and people don't believe me but you can watch a wind start blowing and generating some water in the pond and it will make the fish bite in that area so it's any any time we get any kind of movement but this it's a common i might be we might disagree on this maybe not but it's not a we generate a little bit of power for the area, but it's not like a Georgia power lake where they actually generate all that. There's a schedule and they'll post it and we're a flood control dam. That was the purpose of it. So you can't always go by, like you were saying, sometimes it's just stagnant. You can't always go by when's the dam going to release. Cause it's not always a set thing. So something a right. lot of people from out of town come in and they call the dam master and they ask when the generation schedule is going to be. And they're like, uh, when, um, you whenever know, we just, turn it on yeah it just kind of varies so you can't yep. don't it's not, look, it's not TVA. yeah don't you can't look at that as as really a, a main factor i mean you kind of can a little bit and you try to pattern it but if you try to depend on it too much it, it'll bite you but it's really not something that comes into play but anyway yeah on the ledges they need current and and what did he say he'll give us a couple more hours and we'd have had it you know, that's exactly what he said. Yeah, yeah. And, and they they've been kept. They're on them for sure. They are just sitting there waiting on them to get turned up. Um, and it's tough to go out there but, at noon, man, in July, and sit out oh, there yeah. like, oh, more hats off to them. And they're also young guys. You know, I'm starting to get oh, gray yeah, they, hair. And they are good. They are good, though. You know, I don't there's know. also, and I know you don't even want me to talk about it. There is a good flipping bike going on. Now that is something if you can mentally make yourself do it, it's there. Yeah. Um, heard, outside heard, grass lines. Yeah, I heard um, some folks talking about it. But you got to find yep. where it's set up because it's still limited. It's not like it was. I tried to go flipping Thursday, and yeah, you got to really hunt and peck to find. Man. I... <laughs> The grass is not, I know we keep talking about it, but man, there's not the grass that there normally yeah, is. I, I should and be I able... have not, unfortunately, been able to be on the lake as much as I should this year to keep up with it. Yeah, the fuel's so I'm a step behind me. them. Fuel's killing me. I burn a lot of fuel trying to scout all this stuff, and you really kind of have to cut back being able to go all over the place because that fuel bill, man, it, it can wipe you out right now. We went from having, what, $1.70 gas? You could go anywhere you wanted to. You could go to Bainbridge and back, go to go up way up Chattahoochee, have no problem. And now you have to plan your whole week out. You know, where am I going to go? Where am I going to check? Because I only have X amount of fuel. I can't run over X RPM. You know, that's the way at least I'm doing it because it's fuel. Right. I can't pay $600 a week fuel bill on top of a boat payment on top of this other stuff, you know, so. Well, no, not with customers being slow right now. And that's what's difficult for, uh, um, going out there trying to find a flipping bite because the stuff you do see the areas you do go where there should be some 16 foot topped out grass that you could flip uh it's not there nope so that's definitely doing something um there are places heck so the sealies run from the creek over to the river. Mm-hmm. Normally in July, if you screw around and get all and set the boat down right there, you cannot get back up. Mm-hmm. There's no grass in there. Now there's some grass on the windmill and there's some grass on the other side of the islands, 
but it's not like it's not topped out. Not like it normally should be. It's shoot our buddy Bubba. He's running that jet boat on over the lake with no problem. Yeah. It's wild. I hadn't heard any incident yet. <laughs> hadn't heard of any Ooh. intake being clogged or anything. And I mean, I don't know if the drip is, I mean, I, I don't know if it's already done this. I, I don't know because we weren't seeing the grass before the drip had even really taken effect, but how can you explain the flint too? The flint's even, I mean, the flint is like. Well, that's what's so weird to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, even up the flint, it acts like it was a flood year and it really wasn't. Or a drought year. So. No, it really, there's hydrilla beds on the flint that are missing that are supposed to be there. And a lot of the towers have said it stayed dirty long enough. Even though it didn't flood, the water stayed dirty and just high enough. Yep. So it pulled some of that, and then it just it knocked it six weeks back growing, and so it just never got to top out this year. Because uh, even the flint's fishing a little different than normal. Um, I got some hydrilla lines on the flint that seem to be non-existent right now. Oh, I was on the fire break, two foot sand. I couldn't get on it last oh, year. Oh yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Randy was yep. right again. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 he's right again so yep but yeah we uh after the tournament was done we uh i think we only had two dead fish and that was really nice no we only had one 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 dead fish one dead fish and he came in and told me as soon as he had he said i've got a big one and she's dead he said he got in her gills and we just couldn't get it out so but it looked not great. Um, there were no, I even checked in yesterday, and there were no dead fish floating in the marina mm-hmm. at the end of the day either. Yeah, that's awesome. So, that worked out well. That 1030 check-in, not every, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but tell you what, go on, three fish and 1030 in the morning, you get to fish for four hours, you don't start to sweat too much, and the fish live. It's incredible. You You go to some of these tournaments in July right now, and you don't see it while you're there, but you go put the boat in three hours later, and the whole bowl will be full of dead bass. Dead fish. Yep. Yep. It's hard on them this time of year. I'm a tournament fisherman. I love to do it. I love to catch a five fish limit, but this time of year, it's just tough on them. Especially in 90 degree water. I mean, we got some hot oh, yeah. water right now, and it will stay this way for a while. You got to be and, mindful. And you got the guys that don't know how to keep them, and oh, let me pour 17 pags of ice on them. A little ice is okay. You cool it down too much and you shock them. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's just a hard time of year to keep them alive. Yeah. Best thing you can do is get some G juice down there from LSO and put it in your yep. live well. And, uh, and a Mountain Dew, if you got one that starts to bleed, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But I swear to you, it works. If you got one that's hooked in the tongue or in the gills, it bleeds, pour some of that Mountain Dew on it and it'll clot them up and they'll, they'll make it. Yeah, yep. It, they'll make it through the way in at least. Yeah, it's in your soda. There's actually we'll we'll do a bonus episode on this. You and I will talk about it uh, for our Patreon people. That's one of the benefits of being a Patreon is uh, you get bonus episodes where we go into a little bit more details and we get Randy on. He talks about some stuff. But there was a um, biologist did a study on that, and if you don't have Mountain Dew, the next best thing you can do is get them in the water as fast as possible because what happened? Why they waterfall blood from them like that is their blood is not designed to clot in the air it's got to clot in the water and that's why that mountain dew works so well too it just immediately gets to them so if you don't have mountain dew 
get him in the water as soon as possible. If he's in the live well, pump your live well out, put fresh water in there. If you don't have G juice or you don't want to buy G juice, uh, you can put a cap full of hydrogen peroxide and that will keep your oxygen because hydrogen peroxide is just H2O2. It's an extra oxygen molecule. And as it ev evaporates, it adds extra oxygen into your water. So that's an, another emergency solution if you have to do that too, but it works really well. Um, we'll go into fish care next week. That might be something we should talk about, different things that, we, uh, that we'd that we use to make sure our fish. It's that time of year. We, we might as well do it. I'm going to regret saying this, but knock on wood, I have not had a fish die. I've not lost well. a fish. So ever in the live well, no. Yep. Me nope. either. I had one that I had to that I had to take home last year, but she ate a seven inch buka swim bait and it went in her crushers. Mm -hmm. She weighed eight pounds. She she was dead before I got the hook out of her. There was nothing I could do with her. And I wasn't gonna give her an eighty dollar either. Yeah, so I, I actually but in the a, live well go ahead. I was just saying I fished a, a coast, I think it was it was 2017 or 2018, but I had one that ate weird, got the hook out, and uh, she was floating sideways. And I'm not going to go into what we did, so y'all have to listen to what we're talking about. But we actually fixed her and made her, she made it all the way to the weigh-in. I'm talking about I caught her at like 9 o'clock in the morning. Weigh-in was at 3.30. And by 12, she was back to normal, like jumping around the live well. It was unbelievable. So uh -huh. if, you, if you know, just, and I'm not going to talk about fizzing because I don't fizz and uh, this is really not a lake where you really have to do too much fizzing because you're not catching no, the levels, yeah. you know. But um, we're going to talk about how to keep them alive in your live well because that matters. When it's hot. Yeah, that's, yep. that's right. Because that's the hardest Anybody can keep them when they're cold. You can keep them in a bucket when it's cold. Right, yeah, but hot. when it's hot is when it matters, and right. we'll go over that next week. All right, so um, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, Dar Sizzle Offshore, she came out and uh, – did a little meet and greet out there. That was nice of her. Appreciate her showing she up did. out there. I think she had a pretty good response for that. Um, I didn't get to talk to her a whole lot. Again, that tournament got pretty pretty busy in a hurry. Yeah, it requires um, but yeah, we, attention. <laughs> we appreciate Darcy coming out. Um, her brand is Darcyism Offshore on YouTube. Great channel, great content. Um, catches a lot of fish. She's going to have some episodes from Seminole on there. She went bow fishing. She went frog gigging and bass fishing. Caught some crappy. She got the whole works of the lake while she was here. So, y'all, give her a shout and um, see what she's got over on her page and, and go from there. Good deal. Well, uh, so we, uh, let's see. What else? We're forgetting. So, oh, we gave away a, uh, a sponsor pack from Nichols Lures. They're over in Thomasville. There, you can go to Bass Pro and buy their stuff. They were nice enough and donated um, prize pack. I think your boy ended up with those. We did. My um, my kid. So we actually we got to go over this. Um, I can't believe I missed it a while ago. The kid. We had a, a youth side pod as well for anybody under thirteen. We had a youth side pod as well. We had two kids in it, um, and we had. The first uh, winner was, was 2.97 pounds. He got $45 in cash, which I know when I was eight years old, that was like a whole bunch of money to me. Um, and then Colt, my son, um, he caught a 284. And he got second place. He got a Nichols lure package, which I've already got a ton of nickel stuff in the house. So he just added it right to it. Yeah. And that was uh, uh, he's, he's pumped, but congratulations to both the kids. That was the neatest part of the way in to me. I was watching those kids weigh their fish. 
Absolutely. He, he caught that fish at like 7.15. I had to hear about it for three hours. He just wanted to go away. I said, buddy, we got to catch more now to go away. Oh, nope, yeah. we want to go away that one. <laughs> uh, you should have seen him down there releasing it. You know, he was just, uh, he was down there petting it and all this. And I was like, you got to put him back in the water, buddy. And he was like, I'm trying. He was just sitting there petting. He was like, hold on. I'm putting him back. I'm like, no, come on. Let me give you a little hand here, bud. He is so funny, man. Dude, he's uh, a sport. He, uh, see, I that was me, dude. continue to fish, but he, no, he will. He does. No, I'm telling you, that was me. That was me. I mean, yeah. he's, he's four. So that was me at six, three thirty in the morning. Getting the boat ready, going fishing. We weren't tournament fishing, but we were going, you know, that's he just woke what we me did. up at three oh two AM. Right. And he said, Dad, what Colt? He said, Time to go to the tournament. He already had his jersey on. Mm-hmm. He's bit for he's life. Like, He'll fish for ain't up with it. Yeah, he's ain't up with it. That's something I do want to do. We won't get too sidetracked. I want to have a kids, a father son tournament, um, at some point. Um, I think that would be a neat deal. Um, you can even maybe do it down at, at eddie's as well yeah we can do all kind of things so all right we'll uh we'll, we'll, enough rambling uh we apologize for just being late for y'all wanted to make sure to get do the podcast after well i was kind of planning on doing a live stream of it but i was having technical difficulties we're out in the country sometimes you can't get good signal but we're bringing it to you just a little bit late so that you can understand you know hear everything that happened and it's not kind of old news so um Thank y'all, and we'll get back to regular schedule uh, next week. So, uh, me and Ryan are going to jump. And, uh, Ryan, thanks for coming on, and thanks for uh, putting on the tournament and uh, all that good stuff. It was yeah, buddy. Awesome always event. a good time on here. And, again, thanks to everybody that came out to the event. Congratulations to the diesel Donnie Dyson himself on taking all of our money mm. again. <laughs> and congratulations Donnie. to everyone else that came out and um and caught fish we appreciate it uh thanks for the support thanks on the patreons we've that's been way better than we thought that was going to go um so we appreciate everybody supporting us and we'll talk to y'all next week all right buddy we'll see you see you man you've been listening to the lake seminole ramblings podcast i'm your host chris taylor thanks for listening We hope to see y'all at the next tournament that we bring y'all, maybe uh, Labor Day. But uh, if you want to hear bonus episodes, get in on a subscription box or have some Lake Seminole swag, head over to www.lakeseminoleramblins.com and check out what we've got to offer over there. Anything from T-shirts, coffee mugs, GPS waypoints to our subscription box service with our fine sponsors, Nichols Lures, Hunting and Fishing Depot, and Country Boy Baits. And until next time... We'll see y'all later.